Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Hello, everyone. How is everyone today? <laughs> I'm as good as it gets right now. This is fantastic. Good morning and uh, welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast, where we speak with inspiring entrepreneurs and brand leaders who are building and rocking their brands. And today we're going to have a really fun uh, episode. Uh, we are live at Bellworks in the Shared Universe uh, studio. We have a window in front of us and we see all of the, the walkers and um, people outside we're waving to. And um, we have a special guest today who I'm really excited to talk to, um, Aaron Levine. Welcome, Aaron. Good morning. To the Thanks show. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. So thank you for I'm being excited. here. So we're starting off on, you know, I'm a guest on Brand Groupies, so I had to show my branding, right? And these great <laughs> LG you. insurance glasses. Cheers. Cheers. Don't worry about the time. But 10 a.m. It's all good. I've got my tequila and coffee. It's like a Mexican vacation. Exactly, right? <laughs> I'm going to have guests like you more often. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron Levine is the owner, member at large, and professional insurance agent of LG Insurance Agency, also known as the Luxury Group. At LG Insurance, the team is diversified and educated to work with individuals, professionals, and businesses around all things insurance and are licensed to operate in 15 states. So Aaron has a very impressive resume. He holds a Syracuse undergraduate degree in MBA from Monmouth University and on the professional front holds his CIC and through his professional career, he currently holds many community focused positions. He's the president of the Greater Long Branch Chamber of Commerce, president New Jersey Young Insurance Professionals, current treasurer and board member of Fulfill. That's amazing. Formerly the Food Bank of Monmouth and Ocean Counties and current director and communications chair for professional insurance agents of New Jersey. Um, Aaron completed the Florida Ironman, and in 2011, he competed in the New York Marathon. That was 40 pounds ago. <laughs> and post his athletic achievements, he spends time with his two daughters, Elle and Dar. Dare. 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 Okay, that's such a cool name. And he also is a tequila aficionado. So welcome, Aaron, to the show. If I'm ever keynote speaking... <laughs> You're hired. I want <laughs> I want you to do my intro because that was awesome. I wow, that was like a myself. long one, but I, but all everything is so is so important. I was just typing notes while yeah. drinking tequila. I love it. I love it. So we have so much to talk about. I definitely want to hear how you started in the business. And you know, first off, I want to say that you know I'm I've admired your personal branding and how you know as a founder and as you know the head of your company, um, you have taken your personal branding to the next level. And I think it's uh, it's really inspiring for other other leaders and C-suite executives. You so. know, I, I appreciate that. We we work hard at it. I've got a great team mm -hmm. behind me helping put things together. And when we met for coffee a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about your some of your clients and some of the work that I'm doing. And then, you know, when you hit that, you know, we're taking the business brand, but then we're also filling in the personal brand, I'm like, that's really cool. I never kind of thought about it in, in that way, but I guess that's kind of what I do. Some, you know, ahead of the curve with, uh, with some of that, but yeah, I love the business branding, but at the same time, the business is still me, but, uh, you know, we tried to pull me out a little bit, but at the same time, I'm still obviously 
you know, the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still run the show. Yeah. And, you know, I do whatever I can do to connect with small businesses and individuals alike with respect to all of their insurance needs and, and do whatever we can. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I was thinking about the first time that we connected, and I believe it was at the Virtual Fulfill Gala. And they were That's honoring right. my client, David Endersky of Encon. And I remember, you know, I'm on social, I'm doing the stories, and I'm like, there's this guy, Aaron, who's posting, and he's tagging Encon. And it was like the two of us. <laughs> and we were posting. I'm like, okay, I got to follow this guy. And then I kept seeing you um, do your podcast. And then we just kept connecting and, you know, commenting on, um, you know, mutual um, uh, Instagram accounts. And so... But I didn't know you were running Encon. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this Encon group, they really get it, you know? And you don't see many business accounts that truly get it with respect to, you know, the social media push, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the way that the branding works. And so many businesses just don't get it. They're just sending, just trying to shove stuff down your throat and it's not relatable, but I'm like, oh, this Encon group. And then I learned that it was you behind the scenes yeah, and it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. So that was, that was our, our um, background. Um, so first off, tell us about, you know, your company, LG Insurance and and uh, all the services you offer. We sell insurance, <laughs> um, personal and professional insurance. You know, we specialize in a few areas. Hospitality is one. We also work very well on the professional service side of things. Um, lawyers, accountants, um, you know, marketing folks, so to speak. Anybody that's providing a service, we love to work with because there's different nuances um, that go into designing and, and building insurance policies. And, you know, we're, we're always out there learning. And in this crazy environment, this world that we're living in right now, there's a lot of lessons being learned because there's lawsuits filing in from different angles, you know, employment practices, liability, I'm a big advocate for, or I was a big advocate for, but now you can't even buy it if you don't have it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can check the blog on that stuff because we've, we've written quite a bit on it. Um, you know, so we just love to be able to design and help anybody. And we don't turn anybody away. We're still, I built the business on, we're going to help anybody, even if it's $250 a year. And we do that. I've got a great team that will help people from their renter's insurance, you know, all the way up to their multiple, multi-six okay. figure, you know, insurance programs that we can put together. Awesome. Because I feel like some are just focused on business, but your business and personal. So you really... Yeah, we like to do it all. We have a great team. We also get, I have somebody on the team that just does life insurance and disability mm -hmm. insurance. So that's his specialty. We have a workers' compensation specialist. So we have people that have their little niche areas so that we can kind of put it all together and, and do what okay. we got to do. Fantastic. So how did you get uh, started in the insurance biz? I needed a job. <laughs> Because what was your background? Like after school, like where'd you? So after Syracuse, um, I mean, a little yeah. unknown fact, and because it wasn't in my bio, my family owns the windmill restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so hospitality growing up in the restaurant business is definitely something that I've, you know, been into. So out of school, I worked for a large corporation that was hospitality related, you know, not uh, front of house, but more back of house. Um, and that was great. And if I was still there today, I'd probably be a millionaire, but mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't like this corporate rule. I'm yeah. better than that and I can make more money. And then I failed over and over <laughs> and over again. Um, spent my time, did some time working at the windmill, worked on some development okay. there. And then definitely there a lot. <laughs> as I, I decided to go to graduate school, um, went back to grad school to Monmouth, got my MBA. And while I was getting my MBA, 
I started dabbling in real estate. I started dabbling in insurance and I got all these licenses and because I was in school mode, I'm like, let's knock these things out that require standardized testing at the end because I was always a good test taker. Okay. Not anymore. Okay. Um, so I did it all. You know, I was in real estate and then I decided one day in 08 when the recession was coming in and I was making no money. I'm like, well, people need insurance because the government tells you you got to buy it. So yeah. let's just sell a commodity and make a living. Mm-hmm. And so it started as... You know, insurance is insurance is insurance. And now we've elevated 13, 12, 13 years later to building it up into, you know, more of a risk management style business. Okay. Wow. That's amazing um, trajectory. So how, um, like in the beginning, what did you do for marketing, like to get your first clients? I, I, you know, I was always out there on social media, you know, so mm-hmm. then 12 years ago was more, was Facebook was sure. probably the that only was a thing great, out there. Great time period on um, Facebook. Algorithms were good. If you scroll down, if you go into the LG insurance Facebook page and you like go to photos and, you know, scroll all the way down, you see all the old, old content, my old logos yeah. as they've evolved throughout the years. The original business was A. Levine Financial Services because I use the FS because I don't know what the hell I want to do. Yeah. You know, it's evolved into, you know, insurance agency. And, you know, then we're like, all right, let's take the insurance out of it because we like working with the higher net worth clientele Mm -hmm. um, and the higher value businesses. So let's use the, you know, keep the same LG, um, but then turn it into the luxury group. So as we continue to evolve, we continue to change it. And, you know, scrappy in the beginning, had Mm -hmm. to choose between paying the electric bill Mm -hmm. and the phone bill some months. I had the electric cut off in the office. I had my phones cut off in the office. You know, now I don't have to worry about Sweet paying story. those bills because, you know, we have enough cash flow coming in. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, there was cash flow issues and sure. we struggled and we used Facebook and center of influence marketing was was key. Okay. You know, being out and being in front of and with people constantly. And mm-hmm. I still do that. Yeah. So you were like the face of the brand from day one. It was pretty much... Um, you on Facebook? Were you just putting your, your picture up? Were you doing oh, I got some pictures up. I got some pictures up. Then. Oh, yeah. I got some pictures up. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it because it's so hard. You know, I always tell my clients, you need that face of the brand because there are so many marketing arms for human connection, you right. know, and it's that personal touch and people trust you. They're like, I'm going to, you know, sign up because of, of Aaron. So um, I think that's a great thing that sets you apart from your competitors. What else like sets you apart from other insurance agencies when people are you like, know, oh, I got to find someone. It's, it's still me. And it's, you know, a, a lot of it is still me as a face. Uh, at one point, you know, pre-COVID, you know, I was trying to bring my employees more into being faces. And, you know, then sometimes we get angry and be like, ah, keep them behind their desks. And, you know, but I think we're going to evolve back into getting my staff more front and center as well. Mm-hmm. Um you know, getting them to do some more. We have a photo shoot that's going to happen in the office. I'm going to bring everybody in in a staggered, safe timeline. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do photo shoots around the office with all the staff. So that we just have new, fresh content. I mean, I, I you know, people want to look at my face, but it's also <laughs> great for people to know that when they call the office and they talk to Jen or they talk to Margaret or Megan mm-hmm. or Josh, that there's a face to go with that. Because sure. that goes a long way um, with that personal connection, especially when we're doing local insurance. When they make that connection to a face, it I think it it's it's super helpful. Yeah. You know, and just with any brand, I think it goes a long way to 
to have that 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 face. Yeah, definitely. Even on your website, they all have so you know personal information. And I remember reading about um, everyone who works for you, and I'm like, oh, he lives in Monmouth Beach. Oh, he must know you know this. And you kind of like relate to them in right. uh, in certain ways. And so um, I guess so. Talking about owning your own business, what are what's the best thing um, and what's the worst thing? I mean, we're, we're in a good place right now. So yeah. the best thing is, you know, I've got a great team. We hired two new people that started in the beginning of this year, this month. Um, so we're continuing to grow. Mm -hmm. So the best thing is the building. And, you know, success is obviously great. And we enjoy, you know, the benefits of, of success and having a successful business. But at the same time, everything's 100% on my, on my shoulders, mm -hmm. right? When we have failures, my staff still gets paid. Um, you know, so it's just a matter of, of working with that and understanding and fine tuning it and, mm -hmm. you know, continuing to try to grow, right? We all, we've, so many of us have read the e-myth, you know, to work on your business, not in your yes. business. I'm still a technician. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> but I'm trying not to be a technician 24 hours a day, I'm trying to only be a technician for a few hours a day and then spend more time building I don't know if yeah. being on a podcast is considered a technician for me. Maybe for you, but I don't. You yeah, know. no, it's. What am I doing here? My branding. Building. Am I you're building. building. Yeah. You're branding. Okay. Yeah. No, no, this is good. This is good. But that's such great advice because you know I, I think I'm in that stage too where I am the technician. I'm so hands on, but you know it's it's about you know having your staff take on more and trusting them to kind of move things yeah. forward. I mean, I'll and, never get away from being a technician yeah. because you know I continue to learn and my value goes up and my ability to work with larger businesses continues to go up, you know, so my staff is always going to be there to support that. But at the same time, I need to be able to continue to bring it in and, mm -hmm. you know, but also work on other stuff at the same time. Absolutely. So, um, you know, of course I was going to ask you, what do you do on a daily basis to build your brand? And also how Why would you ask that? <laughs> We're here drinking tequila. I mean, it's, <laughs> It's and it's not tequila every day. It's just, you know, today's Friday. You know. I know. And I think that and the biggest challenge is during COVID, like, you know, and this is what I think we talked about. We had a safe coffee, you know, the other day. And it's like, how are you building your brand, networking? Um, you know, what initiatives are you taking to continue that, you know, human connection? It's tough. I mean, if you look at, you know, last year, we did an event in March, March 5th or 6th. Um, I did a, you know. A referral partner appreciation style event. You know, I pay the whole tab. I think we had 50 people show up to the wine loft in, in Pier Village in Long Branch. We had giveaways, um, had wine, did a wine tasting, you know, so we had some wine education and then drinking and networking. So this was right when things were starting to get ugly in our area. Um, so that was March. And then going through the bumps of the spring and into the summer, then at the end of the summer, we hosted a huge event at the Oceanport Paddle Club mm -hmm. uh, in Oceanport on the marina. We had paddle boarding. We had a bar set up from the Long Branch Distillery. We had Tommy's Tavern and Tap did the catering for the food. I mean, I, I think we had 75 people show oh, up wow. to a huge outdoor event. We had great weather, great people. So I'm always into doing events because we work with a lot mm -hmm. of referral partners. Sure. Um, you know, so that's one thing that we've done. You know, and just continue to try to reach out uh, with people and, you know, see people on a smaller basis, mm -hmm. um, you know, doing these one on ones, you know, with with our, our referral partners, our COIs, 
and just being out there and watching people walk by. I love this. Yeah, that's window. great. It's so cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And then, you know, we did last night, we were talking about when's the next time, when can we do an event again? I know. Yeah. And I had somebody approach me and saying, Aaron, I want to do an event and I want to, can we do it in March? Do you think we can do St. Patty's Day? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm putting my money on St. Mm. Patty's Day event because I think our government will shut it down mm. for that because that's plan. when they shut it down last year was St. Patty's Day. Mm. Right before that, they're like, nope, no parades, yes. no St. Patty's Day. You're out. See you later. Yes. Um, so I don't think, but I'm thinking like May, we're going to be able to get out in person I again. So. I think the vaccine will be rolling. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, like a Cinco de Mayo style mm, de Mayo. customer appreciation Tequila. event. <laughs> Uh, yes, tequila. Sorry, um, <laughs> just continuing to uh, to roll with it and get yes. back in front of and with people because mm -hmm. at the same time, events are also great content, right? They are. They are definitely. And I love events um, very much. So <laughs> um, I hope that. so. Get me away from crossed. the kids, right? It's the. <laughs> I know. I know. I just want to be with other people, like other like-minded professionals. Like, how can we do an event? You know, spread out. Six feet apart in the backyard. So <laughs> no anyway, cameras, I'm no still pictures. thinking about it. But uh, so my other thing, you know, I love to say, you know, your brand is really what people say about you when you're not in the room. I think Jeff Bezos said that, so I can't take it. But um, what do you think people say about you? Like, oh, my gosh, you have to call the LG group, Aaron Levine, because they. Oh God, what a question. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Do my Google reviews speak for speak to that? <laughs> we have 80 now. I mean, I'm trying to continue to build the, the Google yeah. reviews, but, uh, you know, just, re, you know, reliable. That's mm -hmm. that's it. We're available. That's that's all people need that's to great. say about us. We don't need to be the best insurance people in the world, but we just need to be available mm -hmm. and be able to know where to get the information. Sure. We don't always have to have the answer. My staff doesn't always have to have the answer. We just have to pick up the goddamn phone <clears throat> mm -hmm. and listen to people and then commit to getting back to them within a certain period of time. And it doesn't have to be within an hour. Yeah. But it's setting expectations mm -hmm. and picking up the phone. If they're watching, pick up the phone <laughs> is the most important thing for any of us. Yes. Um, for any small business, for any large business. It's that ability to communicate, right? So we're using more automation in our communication, which is helpful. But at the same time, if somebody needs us, we have to be available for them. And and that goes, you know, we're always, my cell phone number is out there mm -hmm. all over the place and late night texts and calls. Sometimes I'll respond, sometimes I won't. But I had a client who used to love to call at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> This was oh earlier my in my in my career, so I'm like, oh, I need this. I got to do it, and then I'd be wired for hours, Ugh. you know, because I'm like, oh, I got to wake up at four thirty. Yeah. I got to go for a workout because I was training for Ironman. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, after like nine o'clock, the phone don't work. Yes, yes, no. But then you'll call them the next day. You know, There's kids I think in the it's house. That... I'll text them back at six a.m. Sure, or like sure. five thirty, and like fuck you, <laughs> you know, I'll wake you up now. Well, I think it's that follow through, and it's that professionalism, and just people, you know, just calling them back. Sometimes it's the simple things of just like you said, being reliable, but being consistent. You know, and I and and that's also brand building. It's just the consistency. I have a I have a slogan. I don't use a lot, but it sits behind my desk. Yeah. Um, and it's called, it's simplicity mm -hmm. by way of an artful experience. I don't know mm. who said that. That's nice. Or I where like I that. found that, but I, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't invent that. That was, that's not mine, but I don't know who did. But 
that's like my motto, my mantra with business is just keep it simple mm-hmm. and deliver. Yep. Yeah. That's I, it. What else do we need to do? Yeah, I know. It's the simple things, right? That's so it. I simple. love that. I love that. So, um, you know, speaking of your business vision, and now you've grown so much in the past 12 years, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself building this brand to have multiple offices or, you know, just making this local one larger? I'm just going to podcast. He's just going to podcast. He's going to become a full-time podcaster. You know, why not? They're sitting in, sitting with a mic. I might, maybe, I'll just have a, maybe I'll just have a microphone in front of me all the time. But I'll start a tequila podcast. I love it. I mean, it. Why, why not? It's this Doing this is fun. Yes. Um, in five years, you know, sorry, Grant Cardone, but 10X <laughs> will take me five years. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But, you know, 10X from where I am today is where I'd like to be in five years. But putting the controls and the automations in place and, and making sure that the staff live up to the original building of the mm-hmm. business is going to be important, right? Sure. I don't want to turn into a call center, 800 number television commercial. Um, you know, there's great insurance agencies that have built up that are 10X of what we do, but still have that personal touch. And I think that's important. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be able to keep that um, or else, you know, maybe I'll get better at golf, teach golf, Get better at tequila, teach tequila. Who knows? Tequila Who knows? tasting podcast. I don't know I what mean, I want to do you know. when I grow up. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, so obviously you've been building this brand and we talked about you being the face of the brand. Um, so I'd love to talk more about, um, you know, the, uh, what you're doing and the advice you would give to other brand leaders about how you really, you know, went you know, all in with building your brand and your personal brand. So like you're, if you feel comfortable talking about your team and the team you've built around you to support your personal I've, branding. I've gotten, I've gotten lucky. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Margaret's been with me for eight years. Um, Josh has been with me for almost five years. So I've got that longevity with some of my staff members, some of my key people. Um, we build a comfortable relationship. I kind of let them do their job. But at the same time, if they don't meet my standards, then, you know, there's a little wrath, that that little backlash that comes with it. Um, you know, and when it comes to my business expectations, I'm maybe I'm not the best communicator, um, you know, from I'm not giving you a rule sheet when you start to work for me, you know, but I'm setting an expectation of, hey, just pick up the phone and let's do a good job. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in yourself, we're going to fit in and everybody's going to be great and we're going to we're going to work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, small businesses starting up, building that brand, it's, it's the picking up the phone and being yourself and putting yourself out there, um, and, and letting yourself be a little bit vulnerable, right? There's too many 20 somethings. And I'm sure I was guilty that, you know, they're all cocky. They're all knowing too much ego, not enough knowledge, you know, and I've taken myself, I've probably been at, I've, I've been there we, I, and I think we all have. And you learn to come down from there. And when people ask me insurance questions, I try to just, I try to be as humble as possible and Mm -hmm. give them an answer without telling them too much. Um, You know, like I don't want to be all knowing. I want to know where to get the answers and I want to know how to do things. And I just want to be humble with respect to the way we operate our our business and just continue to grow in that fashion. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to be up here. I want to be right here, be even. And just keep putting myself out there wherever we can to build the brand and then build my personal brand along with it. And then maybe be able to, you know, move some employees into that light also. Sure. So they can build their personal <clears throat> business brand mm-hmm. while 
trying to help them manage their personal brand and watch what they're putting on their own personal social medias at the same time. Because mm. that's a deal killer, you know, mm-hmm. like that should be taught in school. And maybe <laughs> yes. it is taught in school of what not to post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want yes. to be in the professional business or if you want to be in politics, yes. you know, the what not to post has got to be super important. Yeah, no, absolutely. We also do like an employee tra- uh, social media training for some of our clients. So it's like, this is good to post. This is not good. <laughs> but um, but it seems like your team, you know, is is awesome. And and so do you like as going like down to the nitty gritty as far as like your creative and the time you spend on your, um, you know, your social media. How do you do you do like photo shoots um, and video shoots like how often and, and then how do you use that content and spread it out? So I think we're doing our strategy? first photo shoot in 10 in on February 10th. Um, Michael Guccione, Mike, February 10th. I think we're going to be, we're going to be there. Andrew, February 10th, we're going to be there. Um, you know, so we're going to do our first photo shoot and like, you know, bring some, do different outfit changes. Mm -hmm. I may even do a a beard shave like midday and then go clean face, (laughs) um, for some of the pictures, you know, really, really go with, uh, with a wardrobe change and just clean it up. Um, (laughs) But just, you know, create some future content. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, the team at OK7 that that I work with on the marketing side, you know, they're always looking for more content. And the more personal content, the more photos of me and my team, the better it is. Mm-hmm. So we don't we can stay away from using that that stock stuff. And sure. we don't like using stock footage. And there's yeah. nothing more impersonal than using stock footage on your social media. I mean, yeah. you can look at any account that has stock stuff up there. People know it stock and there's no likes on that but then you yes. put your own face up there it's or if incredible. you really want to do it right you exploit your kids and put your children yes. on your social media and cute, <laughs> cute you know, kids yeah. anytime we really need a lot of likes you know we grab, yes. a, we grab a kid <laughs> <laughs> kids and tequila work well for for likes you yes know. i love it We've, i love it we, we haven't gone the bikini route because i don't know if anybody wants to see me in a bikini. <laughs> um you know, oh, that's such a cute photo. You know, my, my cute kids do do well for, for likes. They're adorable. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And shout out to Andrew at OK7. You know, I think, um, you know, it's it's overwhelming social media. So I think that's such a smart um, strategy to do like, you know, OK, we're going to do a full photo shoot, you know, every four to six months. And we're going to take all that content. And we're going to spread it out over over social media and do the same with, you know, some video every every few months. And it's not so overwhelming like, oh, what am I going to post? Because that takes so much time and energy. But if you're really strategic and you plan out that calendar, it's easy. I mean, in having the, in a the good end. company behind you, yep. right? You know, trying to do it yourself, especially in a smaller business, um, even mid-sized business, need to have you know professionals behind you to really, yeah. to really help you, to really help you get it out right. You know, I love making my own content, so mm-hmm. I put my own stuff in in the midst of you know what they're putting out there. Um, but that's because I, I really enjoy putting my own stuff out there. Yeah. And I try to put some of my personal account but not overload my personal account with business, you know, because I don't want to piss all those people <laughs> off. Um, <clears throat> so it's really just finding that finding that balance and just continuing to create, right? Mm-hmm. Having no TikToks yep. yet. You know, no TikToks. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday we'll, we'll do a real. We'll get there. Take yeah, a few glasses yeah. of tequila. Definitely. We'll, 
We'll, we'll get it done. Definitely. Oh, it's an exercise class. I know. I'm like, right they're, they're exercising. Like <laughs> doing lunges down the hallway. And <laughs> it's great. It's great. This guy's been around like 50 times. You know, we're drinking tequila uh, and they're doing lunges. I know. Lunges. I feel like, you know, lazy here. Um, so, and so when you do the videos in your car, I love that because so many people have such um, you know, or struggle with putting, you know, their face on camera. And even me, like, it's just so hard for me to go behind the camera and just talk. How, is that just because you were thinking of something at the moment and you're just like, oh, I just thought of this or something happened? Is it very spontaneous? So my house is very noisy. Okay. And when I get to the office, there's just 900 other things to do. Mm-hmm. So if I get in the car, doors are closed, it's quiet, prop that little phone thingy <laughs> up on the dashboard, yep. wedge it between the dashboard and the window, make it work. You know, hit that record button and just talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. You yeah. know, I'll get, so I get, simple, right? You know, Andrew will give me topics or I'll come up with something on my own and I'll just talk. And then I'll hit upload to IGTV and I say see you later with it. Fantastic. I love it. And I think it's the other so thing is simple. like, you know, it's Gary V style. Gary V, not being perfect. You just go, just go. Just go. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with that, including myself, like just being, a, you know, having that perfect feed or that perfect thing. But at the end of the day, it's just like the more conscious, do it, you know, right. it's raw, authentic is. Yeah, but I don't do it while driving. We're parked, yes, you're parked. Focused. Yeah. I'm not doing the driving. Yeah, I don't, I never thing. get that because I'm always like, are you driving? That's not <laughs> like, Safe. you know, then you get distracted because you're supposed to be following what you're doing on the road. Yes. Like, I, you know, if you're parked, you can just focus on the words that are coming out of your mouth and just go three Facebook likes three minutes. You uh, know? Yeah. Because they told me that when I was uploading. Like, oh, if it was three minutes, it would do this. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. No, that's great. No, that's great. You're <laughs> just, anybody can talk for three minutes. You're doing Pick a topic it. and go. And go. Just go. I love just it. do it. I love it. Well, just kudos it. to you. That is, that is awesome. And of course, on the Brand Groups podcast, we always ask about music. And if, you're, if there are any bands that pump you up when you're, I don't know. So, <laughs> if, <laughs> me you know, depending on where I'm at right now. So, my kids are yes. five and two. Okay. Right. So, I yes. have like kid music on nonstop. Yes. Like, you'll catch me singing. We don't sing this much anymore, but Baby Shark. We had our Baby oh, Shark yeah. days. You know, <laughs> I'd be dancing around the house singing Baby Shark. Now it's like kid boomers. <laughs> like, they have all these different songs. But, and I catch myself in the car. I'm like, why the F am I still listening? <laughs> To, you know, kids radio right now. Like, oh. we're not even into kids bop because they're still on kids yes, songs. I, yeah. But we do do kids bop from time to time. If I need a good song for me, one of my favorites um, is, is, is Mirror by Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, Lil Wayne and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Um, Mirror. It's an awesome song. It's got a great rhythm to it. And it just gets me fired up and ready to go. Um, but then, if I'm really like in a good mood, like this afternoon when I get back to the office, I'm gonna put mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Guns and Roses on my Sonos. Nice, and nice. I'm just gonna rock out for a couple hours while I'm just getting some it. emails typed out and getting some work it. finished. But and that was on my the car radio on my way here. See perfect. that? It's a Guns and Roses you know, day. It's, it's a GNR day. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It. I love it. I love it. All right, that sounds great. So of course, the brand groupies challenge is if you're if LG. Insurance group um, or a song? What song would it be? I know that's a loaded, uh, loaded question. You know, I googled. I googled this. I'm like, all right, insurance songs. <laughs> they all suck. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, uh, I I I cave on that yeah. on, on that one. We'll have to okay. We'll have to put it out there, and yeah. maybe somebody can come up with it. I'll put a little anyone... prize pack of of tequila and beanies and glasses yeah. together for. 
you know, for the LG theme song? Yeah, let's suggest it. <laughs> let's suggest it out there. We have risk. We have risk. <laughs> what are some insurance terms that we could uh, Here we go. Let's see. Ming's, Ming's looking some stuff Sounds up, about so. risk. I don't know. Risky business. We're going. Uh-oh. Taking chances. <laughs> That's great. Taking chances by Celine Dion. <laughs> there you go. Why not? That's awesome. You know, maybe it's more taking care of business. Yeah, crush them. Um, yeah, taking care of business. All right, we'll get we'll get your song. We'll pick it. We'll pick, we'll have someone pick it in the in the comments. Perfect. So, um, well, that's awesome. And I was gonna say, I, I definitely want to um, ask you about uh, fulfill and being a board member there because I think it's so incredible the charitable work that you're doing. And how did you get involved in fulfill? So the you know the need for for food right now mm-hmm. is tremendous. It has been tremendous. Um, at one point with respect to Fulfill, we were working on eradicating food insecurity, right? Let's ha- mm-hmm. How do we fight food insecurity and push it out the door, right? How do we help people and teach people and get them jobs and do this? And then COVID hits um, like a ton of bricks and the mm-hmm. need for food has, has gone up, you know, 10x, 40-fold. And uh, we're, we're doing the best we can to continue to get food into mm-hmm. the marketplace. Um, we have fantastic donors. We have fantastic partners with respect to pantries. But the need is there and the need's not going away. Um, mm-hmm. I originally got involved with Fulfill on their gala committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt and my father were being honored as a, as a gala honoree about five years back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I initially got involved on the committee stayed on the committee and then was suckered in, I mean, invited to be on the board. Um, and I've served on the board for a couple of years and now I serve on the executive committee mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, working my way up in, in leadership to continue to work with Kim Gudano oh, yeah, she's to make sure we job. serve those in Monmouth and Ocean County that are food insecure and need help. And then working towards what that future is, right? Mm-hmm. What's the future um, for those that are food insecure today, what can we help them with tomorrow? How can we guide them, coach them, um, and help them, you know, learn and, and get off the, the food line, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of it's going to be getting business back up and running um, and, and getting small businesses reopened again and getting more people back to work and, you know, getting that labor force, that unemployment rate down and the labor force up. Mm-hmm. Well, bravo to you. A lot of work you. to do. A lot and, of work to do. And, uh, and Kim, I mean, the incredible work this year, just incredible. So Thank you. that's that's amazing. So um, I also want to leave with your uh, social media channels so people can follow you and listen to your, you know. Your videos in the in the car and anything else that you are putting out there, so they can see. I just I just think it's such a great representation again of personal branding and how you're you know using your personal brand to elevate your your business brand. So I, awesome. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank so you. what are your um, so I guess the, Instagram? The Instagram and- is uh, Luxury Group INS. Um, Facebook, you can find us at LG Insurance. Um, what else do we have? You can find me on LinkedIn personally. Not mm-hmm. a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, but we still but put content yes, out there. Yes, yes. Because we the have Algorithms to. are good right now. You know, and and Andrew brought one up. Um, we're on Pinterest, yo. Yeah. There you go. There <laughs> you I mean, go. we're pinning. You're pinning. You know, like, it's awesome. I don't know where we're getting out of pinning, but yeah. LG Insurance is on Pinterest. I love it. So... Find us on Pinterest. <laughs> um, and then check out our blog. If you need insurance content, if you need to mm-hmm. research a topic, you know, we have hundreds of articles on our website. You can go to luxurygroupins.com uh, 
or A. Levine Group is the original website. It still exists. Yep. Um, you can even go to epli.ninja. I bought a <laughs> .ninja domain because I thought it was cool. Um, I love it. So, you know, we own a lot of domains. And, yeah. uh, you know, I still think it's worthwhile to own some of those domains because they're fun. Yeah, very fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. This was such an informative um, episode. And again, if you need insurance, business or personal, reach out to Aaron and, uh, and the team. And uh, really appreciate you being here. What a fun episode. Cheers. Cheers. Tequila cheers. What do you say to taking chances? What do you say to jumping off the edge?